Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There at the Family Podcast for Adults and People Who Hate Fucking Hipsters. A whole town of fucking hipsters. I've never been so disappointed and repulsed by a city in my life. Well, come on. I did. Okay. We're going to talk about this in a minute. This is episode number 698 or 99 hipsters. If you want to know why I stumbled over number, Kim fucked up and we had two 695s. That's nice. nice job, Kim. That's not me. Nice job. Excellent work. Mm-hmm. So you and I, well, well, what's the phone number? 214-267-9899. This is how upset I am. Email. show at gmail.com. You're all out of whack. My eye hurts, too. It's itchy and it stings. Again? Yeah. You think you get another infection? No, it's not like that. It's my contacts rough. I need to go get laser surgery and be done with it. So, you and I had business to attend to in the state capitol. Correct. And we thought we would make a weekend of it. Right? Go down Mm -hmm. Friday, take care of business, spend the night, have some time there Saturday. Mm -hmm. I had always been under the impression that Austin was much like Seattle. It was kind of a artsy, kind of fun place to hang out, lots of stuff to do. Right? Right. It's a college town. But I didn't think it was just a college town. Well, it's not. I mean, it's the state it kind of. It kind of is. a whole bunch of crap going on there. Kind of is. Really? Okay, well, where we were. We were downtown in the heart of Austin, and I will tell you this. If that city tomorrow caught fire and burned to the ground, no one would miss it. That's not. It is, it was the worst city I've been in, including such places as Little Rock, Arkansas, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., and Moses Lake, Washington. Now, all of these places are better than Austin. Would you not agree? Mm, Well, what we saw of it, yeah. Here is what happened to us. Now, I'm going to freely admit this may not be a typical Austin experience, and perhaps if I had a week to explore the ridiculous nooks and crannies of Austin, I would love it. When you only have 48 hours and nothing you want to do is open, and none of the restaurants you want to eat at are open for more than two hours a day, and everywhere you go, there's loser college kids riding around on their scooters, it makes you want to kill people. There were a lot of scooters. So we, mopeds. Right. We went down Friday morning to Austin. Checked into the hotel. Right away, right away, I knew it was going to be a fuckery. Because when you you pull in, they're like, uh, we don't have actual parking, per se. We could valet your car in a lot down the street for $25. Or you can pay us an unspecified sum to park in our underground parking. Now, if you're going to park in the underground parking, you must have a tiny matchbox car. No kidding. I don't know how they got those big trucks down there because there were trucks. And so we go to we go to the underground parking because there's no way I'm going to let them park my car a fucking block away in some unattended lot. In a town that we're not in a town that I don't know anything about. Right. So I'm winding my way down into the bowels of this fucking underground parking for a hotel with more than 300 rooms. They didn't even have 30 parking spaces. How do they think people are arriving at the hotel? Everybody's coming by cab? Everybody. 
everybody arrives by cab. Probably. It was dingy and scary down there, too, like something out of a horror movie. Yeah, and I'm not trying to say that this was a super fancy hotel, but my bill for one night was 250 bucks. Yeah. So it's fancier I mean, that's than... pretty pretty pricey by our standards, anyway. Right. By my standards, that means I should have a nice place to park, and perhaps a maid will come up and blow me when my wife's taking a shower. 250 bucks is a significant amount of money, and I expect some amenities, right? So we go up into this hotel. And right away, I'm feeling slighted because these people ahead of us check in. <laughs> and they got gift bags. They got a fucking check-ins. gift bag. A gift bag. A big gift bag. They're like, here's your gift bag. I was like, wow, that's mm-hmm. pretty nice. Maybe this will be worth 250 yeah, like, bucks. Hey, okay, cool. I check in. The guy goes, okay. Here's a cookie. A warm, fresh baked cookie. Literally, here's a cookie. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, where's my... <laughs> Those people just ahead of me got a big ass fucking <laughs> gift bag. And yeah, they were like, there's coupons in here for a drink and coupons in here for your dinner, so enjoy. What did I get? A cookie. <laughs> it was warm. It was warm because he took mm-hmm. it out of the microwave underneath the desk. Mm-hmm. We go up to our room and right away I'm like, nothing here is working. One elevator wasn't working. Right. So we're waiting, only waiting, two. waiting. Only yeah. two elevators in the whole fucking hotel. We, we go up to our room and there's fucking college kids fucking everywhere in the hall and in the elevator smelly sweaty disgusting little monsters well they'd been swimming it smelled like chlorine no they smelled like sweat and And disgusting body odor you're fucking animals stay with the other animals get away from the regular citizens please we get up to our room we open the door i'm looking around i have some i want to check my email and stuff i bust open my ipad it says wi-fi i click the wi-fi button i click the little website thing it takes me to their website to log into the Wi-Fi, and then it says, oh, by the way, Wi-Fi is uh, $12 a day. If you'd like one megabyte speeds, it's uh, $25 a day. But that wasn't even the worst of it, So as right. far as the Wi-Fi was concerned. So I was looking at it, and I was like, well, this seems weird. And I was like, well, how are they going to know that everybody in this room gets Wi-Fi? So I called the customer service number for the Wi-Fi, and what did they tell me, Kim? That it was a fee per unit. So per device. So if I wanted my iPad and you needed to use your laptop, then we had to pay for each individual thing. Correct. Correct. Kim and I had a total of five Wi-Fi enabled devices in that room. <laughs> I just went without. I was like, forget it. It's not even worth that, it. I mean, you're paying the whole internet bill for an entire month. I, and I was so rude to the fucking guy. I was like, are you are you seriously fucking kidding? You were. I thought it was kind of funny. And he though. goes, what? And I go, are you are you kidding me that you're going to charge $30 for my phone, $30 for my iPad, $30 for my computer, $30 for Kim's iPad? Yes. Yes, sir. That's what I'm telling you. Do you understand that that is more expensive than a month's worth of high high-speed internet access at my fucking house, which will be much faster than one megabyte up and down, you piece of donkey-sucking shit? Well, I think you kind of hung up on him, too. You didn't even say goodbye. Yeah, he goes, is there anything else I can help you with? Fuck you, no. The fact that in this day and age, there is a business hotel that decides to just rape people. I mean, you can get free Wi-Fi at Starbucks, for crying out loud. Yeah, you can get free Wi-Fi fucking anywhere, but in some of these high-end hotels. And you know why? Because they expect the only people that are there are there for business, and they're just going to throw it on their corporate card, and they don't give a fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me just say one thing, Paris. I'm never going to your fucking hotels again. Ever. Well, it wasn't really even that great. 
It was, it was, it was shitty. Okay. It was shitty. But there, like the bathtub had mold in it. What the hell? Right. So I'm the mad, toilet barely right. flushed. Right. So we're, I'm mad from all of these things. The shower had about as much hot water pressure as if I was if I stood above you and peed on you. That's what it would have been like. So I'm mad. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm gonna eat my fucking cookie. And you go wait, and I bite into it, and what's in my fucking cookie? Walnuts. Walnuts. I can't believe they didn't even give you a choice of the kind of cookie you wanted. Not everybody likes walnuts, and people are allergic to nuts. What the hell? I don't know. You should have sued them. I don't know. Derek's saying that the reason they do the Wi-Fi is because people don't order porn anymore because they just get it on the internet. Okay, well, here's the thing. Nobody would bother to order porn on those particular televisions <laughs> anyway Yeah, here's because the other, gotcha. it was mandatory closed captioning, which took up approximately 50% of the screen. Right. Couldn't, couldn't turn, turn the, it off. Couldn't turn the closed captioning off. For porn, there shouldn't be that much closed captioning, you'd think, right? <laughs> How'd you like that gig? That's fucking bullshit. So we're already mad about the hotel. And then I was like, you know what? I want to go eat. Now, I had read online that there's a lot of these barbecue places in Austin that are supposed to be delicious, right? Yeah. And one of the places they I had read about said this is the best in Texas. So that's where we, were, where we wanted to go. And I made plans. And I had it all mapped out. You had it all programmed in and your GPS. GPS. It's all mm-hmm. ready to go. Before we leave, I look on there because I just want to get a quick look at the menu. And I'm looking on the site, and it's the shittiest site ever. And I notice that there's a, a little asterisk next to ours. Right. They're open from 11 o'clock mm-hmm. until they run out of meat. Most days, 2 o'clock. No, that's crazy. You think if they were running out of meat consistently, they would increase their hours so that they could sell more. Maybe they just right. don't like working at all. Well. They're like the rest of this piece of shit town. Nothing in Austin is open to reg- regular hours. And if it is open regular hours, it sucks. And if it's open at all, it's full of fucking college kids. And you're not going to get to eat there that day. So we decide we're not going to be able to get into any restaurants anywhere. So we decide we're going to go to Whole Foods. and get. You're like, let's just go to Whole Foods and get some well, sandwiches. Well, because we saw it. We saw that it was within the vicinity. So it was easier to get to. We didn't know where anything was. Seems simple, right? So we go to the Whole Foods and discover that even Whole Foods in Austin has no parking. A grocery store with no parking. You have to go into this underground labyrinth to find a place to park. Yeah, that was weird. And then take an escalator up. We park. We, we go. We're up. And I'm already, I'm starting to get hives from all the fucking hipsters in here. It's really starting to make me feel ill. Like, I really wanted to bring my motorcycle down there one day and just run into scooters all day. Just knock them off their scooters and proceed. We get up there, and you're like, okay, let's go, just go get some bread, and let's get some sandwich stuff, and let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. We go over to the meat section of Whole Foods. All I want is some ham, some slices of ham, right? That's it. I don't yeah. want anything fucking special. Ham. So we get over there, and then you go, okay, here's some ham. And I look at it. Ham is a certain color. It's a pink color. It was pink. It's very pale pink. It was like anemic, it looked, like Spanish. It looked almost. like smoked turkey is what it looked like. Almost white. Gross. Really gross looking. And then I look on it and it says uncured ham. I know. How does that even work? 
That's what. <laughs> I don't understand that. I mean, the whole process of turning the ham to ham re- requires curing, does it not? I that's mean, am how I you stupid? Make, that's how you make ham. <laughs> Maybe I just don't understand it. Somebody got to explain it to me. That's how you make ham. It's it's cured pork. Now it's ham. Much like bacon. It's cured pork. Now it's bacon. So even you take a look at the other meats and you're like, well, even this turkey looks disgusting. It's all it gross. it's all some kind of, they say just organic on it, but it, it's not that it's organic. It doesn't even look like meat. It looks like some kind of processed form patty of goo. It was all too wet looking. That right. was my problem with it. It was like right. pasty sort of. So then you said, let's just go see if we can get a frozen pizza. Right. So I assume, okay, it's all, it's whole food. So I'm not expecting to have any brand I'm familiar with, but I'm expecting to have yeah, just, who cares? just regular, just regular fucking pizza. Cause the mm-hmm. hotel we were in did in fact have an oven a in kitchen. it. So I yeah. could cook in it. Right. All of the pizza. And I mean, all of it. And that fucking store had fake cheese. Tofurky. And fake pepperoni meat. Or, yeah. Fuck you guys. So I left. I didn't eat that day. Yeah, I so, could not yeah. find a place in Austin to fucking eat. We went to bed eating. Let's see. I had corn nuts. Yeah, I just went to bed. I got home. It was <laughs> it was eight thirty. So mad. It was eight thirty, and I go fuck. It, I'm just gonna go to bed. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm I just going like, to bed. What? You're actually just gonna go. I to just sleep. you're just gonna call it a day. I just wanted so it to be over. Forget it. I'd never been in a city that made me so mad where I couldn't find the simplest goddamn thing to eat. And I, I will freely admit that maybe I just don't know Austin well enough and maybe there's plenty of places to eat. I drove all over fucking downtown. And unless I wanted fast food and I mean McDonald's or Wendy's, I wasn't fucking eating down there. Well, wasn't going to happen. Part of the problem was that there was some sort of a music festival. And there's a, because it's a college town, there's a lot of one way streets. And if you don't know yeah. your way around, you could easily be going all over the place. Well, and there's a lot of one-way streets, and then there's whole lanes that they devote to bicycles. Right. Fuck that shit. There's Fuck. Tons of pedestrians, yeah, cyclists, care. whatever, everywhere. I don't, I don't care. So I'm never going back to Austin. Oh, and here's the here's the kicker. I one of the one of the things I wanted to see in Austin was the bats, right? Mm-hmm. And there, there's a, supposedly a, a colony of a ha- one and a half million bats that flies out from underneath this bridge every day at dusk, right? Mm-hmm. We were on that bridge at dusk. Right. See any bats? No. Nope. Neither did anybody else. Bats didn't fly that day. They didn't fly that day or the or day the after. Or the next day. Right. Two days. I'm in Austin two days. No bats either day. Yeah. How can a million and a half bats decide not flying today? Because they wanted your experience to suck as bad as possible. It was the worst thing I've ever... It's the worst place I've ever been. I'll never go back. It didn't look fun. It didn't look cool. It looked run down, shitty, and boring. That's um, what I saw. Everything there was just sucked. I could see how it would be entertaining for the college age crowd. Really? Because there's no yeah. place to eat, nothing to do? Yeah, they would, though. I mean, all of the eateries were packed with college students. I mean, it would be annoying if you weren't one of them. But if you are, it'd be okay. fun. It'd be exciting. Let's assume that there, everything's within walking distance. Let's assume 5,000 people go to that college. Right? Mm-hmm. There are not places for five thousand people to eat within ten miles of well, that fucking that's college. True. There's not. There were those places were full, and there was nobody in them. But I think they're assuming that not everybody's going to eat out every meal. Well, are you going to go to Whole Foods and eat fake meat for the rest of your life? Fuck Austin. Apparently, fuck everybody Austin. else had their cards full. That's my take on it. That's fuck fine. Austin. I'm never going back. If somebody the next time somebody says you have, I have business to conduct with you. Would you please come to Austin? I will say, would you please get on a plane and come to a real fucking city? I will take you out to eat at a real restaurant and we can go do something fun. But I'm never going 
if thing one decides she's going to go to school in Austin, I'm just going to say, here's a check. Get the fuck out of my house. I'm never going there. Sorry. I'll Skype you. Enjoy. Well, but, yeah. Eventually, maybe we'll go back. No. But you have to admit, we saw some fun things along the way. We saw some <laughs> very strange building construction. We saw a lot of geodesic domes. Uh, an actual ufo building an actual ufo building. but you do realize all of that shit is actually closer to us than it is to austin right well that's that true. ufo that's true <laughs> we were driving on our way back we're like let's stop at the ufo we'll get some beef jerky and some soda and stuff because we're hungry and tired and we kept thinking that ufo has got to be close no that ufo is 25 miles from dallas <laughs> i know it was so weird because we'd never really been that way Never going back either. Fuck you, Austin. <laughs> Seriously, I'm never going back. It, it sucked. Aww. It sucked. I don't like it. I'm not going back. Chicago. Chicago. Are you okay? No. Chicago. You, know, you sound like the chick from the news. <laughs> Chicago Public Schools is investigating a mother's concerns involving a picture her child's teacher allegedly posted on Facebook. Ukayla Lofton, seven, says math is her favorite subject. She also likes to dress up. For picture day last week, Ukayla wore Jolly Rancher candies at the end of her braids, a hairstyle she says her computer teacher at Overton Elementary School mocked on Facebook. She told me her teacher told her to put her hair in her face, and she took out her cell phone and she took a picture, not knowing she was putting my baby on Facebook and criticizing her. Okay. Now, for one thing, I thought it was nice that the teacher wanted the girl to hide her face before she put it on Facebook. Put her hair down in front of your face and nobody knows who it is. I do not think it is right for a teacher to mock a kid for their style choices, Mm -hmm. right? Because if that happened to my kid, I would be upset. Right. Right. I also think it's a parent's job to sometimes look at their kid and go, baby, no. Yeah, you can't wear that (laughs) or you can't do that. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes You you have to edit. You have candy in your hair. That's not really a... I mean, okay, I guess. But it's candy in your hair, kid. Somebody is going to point and laugh. If you're but if you're again, good with it, if you're good with it, go. Our kid... I'm not I mean, saying my kid has... wore go-go I'm just saying to school for the first five years. So. I, I'm not going to say that my kids have not overridden my desire for them not to, to wear clothes that I deemed foolish. And they did it anyway, and they were fine with it. But at the same time, like I said... Sometimes you got to expect people to point in life when you're doing silly mm-hmm. shit. Well, and then sometimes that makes them change because thing three, once she hit middle school, she wore the boots for about a week before peer pressure got to her and she switched it out. It wasn't just peer pressure. Those boots are fucking uncomfortable. You eventually have to grow out of wearing shit that is not pleasant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm just, I know, but I mean, after it was her pattern for five years. Right, right. But it really took peer pressure right and i like i said i am in no way defending this teacher i don't i think what the teacher did is pretty reprehensible i I, I don't want i don't want a teacher taking pictures of my kids and putting them on facebook even if they're nice and then making comments even if they're nice i don't want them doing it right it's not it's not your place you don't get to take pictures of my kids and put them on facebook just don't do it well i'm really appalled by how often people seem to have a disconnect between what they post on Facebook and how it affects their day-to-day yes. life. People think that Facebook is their personal diary. I swear to God. I swear to God. I work with somebody who not very long ago got chastised for shit she posted on her Facebook. Mm-hmm. 
our kids' teachers have gotten in trouble for shit they posted yep. on their Facebook. Where I went to school, people got expelled from school for shit they posted on their Facebook. I know lawyers here in town who got in trouble for posting shit on their Facebook. I know doctors in this town who got in trouble for posting shit on this Facebook. What is wrong with you people? I know it's really not that hard. The, the internet is not writing. <laughs> the internet is not private. It's not. And even if you put stuff on Facebook and lock all your privacy settings up, there's a good chance that Facebook one day will just reverse all your decisions and put your shit out there for everybody to see. Well, in general, it doesn't speak well of a professional, especially a teacher who's dealing with children all the time. It's not saying that, you know, of course, you're not going to like every child that comes through. Right. You're not going to agree with everything that every child does right. that comes through your classroom. However, right. you probably just got to zip it. Or you go out and drink with the other teacher buddies and you talk about it at the bar. Yes. That's how it's done. <laughs> it's just a level of professionalism that's missing there. Yeah. Just don't, it's not private. It's not. Nothing you post on the Internet is really private. You think it is. It's not really private. I feel bad for everybody in this case. Everybody showed poor judgment. <laughs> Parents did, the kids uh, did, the teacher okay, did. Okay, well, the little girl, she was only seven. She, I mean, the Jolly Ranchers, She put know. candy in her hair. I know, but they're brightly colored. Candy in your hair. I understand that. If you put candy in your hair in Texas, you would be killed by bees. Bees and wasps oh, would yeah, kill you be before good. you get down the block. You would die. Right? Where is she from? I don't know. Chicago. Oh. But in Texas, that would get you killed. You would be swarmed by honey drinking insects and they would kill you. So why? Okay. Tyler's gonna put candy in his hair tomorrow. You do that, Tyler. Just don't do jelly beans because they get really sticky really fast. I think Tyler's hair is short, so Tyler just lick it and then put it on your hair. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have enough to braid, just lick it and stick yeah, it. I have a sugar daddy that would probably work really well. Wouldn't That's that gross. be attractive? <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Next story. In a few weeks, the first of the 2011 college grads will toss their mortar boards in the air and bid adieu to campus life. A healthy majority of those hat tossers, 57% actually, will be women. So here's a question. When the time comes, will these women be willing to marry down? Don't bet on it. Okay, this next paragraph is just a bunch of statistics, so don't worry about it. But you and I were talking about this earlier today. The majority of people graduating from college now are females. Right. And that is only going to increase, according to current trends, it's only going to increase in the future. There will be more women who graduate from college than men. Women typically, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, women typically do not want a man who makes less than they do. Most women don't even want a man who makes the same as they do. Right? Right. How how do you think this is going to shake out, ladies? Well, here's the thing. Another weird sentence. Uh, for one thing, I think if they're polling students who are fresh out of college, a lot of times they have certain ideas about how the way things are going to work, not really knowing what reality is going to bring. So they may say that they're looking for X in a spouse. Right. And they may very well hold on to that ideal for quite some time. But you and I both know that, you know, sometimes you'll meet somebody and then all that stuff just gets thrown out the window. It doesn't matter because you meet the person that you want to be with 
and then it doesn't really matter what this little plan was in your head. Okay. And I think that used to be true. I think, I think you and I, we talked about this before. I think you and I belong to the last generation of people who understand what it means to fall in love, get married and stick it out. And even our generation is pretty shaky, right? You and I have been through some shit. We stuck it out. Everybody's fine. You know what I'm saying? When you met me, you did not think that you wanted anything to do with me. Eventually, my masterful penis skills won you over, and you are now my devoted love slave. But you were older than I was, right? Right. You were from a different social group than I was, mm-hmm. and this did not seem like it was going to fly. Right. Okay. Think about thing one. Mm-hmm. We understand she's dating the boy, right? Right. And right now, the boy lives at home, right? Which she hates. Which she does not like. Right. If she moves in with the boy in the first month, let's just say, let's just say their rent's 800 bucks a month. Okay. Let's just say. The first month they move out together and he goes, I only got 200 bucks this month from rent. He will be out on his ass. <laughs> that is not even, I'm not even exaggerating. Girls thing one's age want nothing to do with somebody who isn't at least they're equal. They want nothing well, to do with it. Well, you know, you can't really blame them for that. I'm not saying, I'm not blaming them for it. I'm saying I think it's going to create a problem for them that they really are not seeing. Well, it's a lot more common now for women to have a career and they'll even have children and they don't even bother with the husband part. Right. And I'm saying, I don't think that's going to work out for everybody in the long run. I don't think that's the way you really want your society to go. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Probably not. Definitely. But you not. really honestly cannot fault someone for really looking out for their best interests. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm saying that women are busily creating a world for themselves that is not going to be to their liking in the long run. I totally understand that everybody wants equality and I'm a hundred percent behind it. I totally understand that more and more girls are like, I'm going to go to fucking college and make my mark on the world, and it's going to be awesome, and then I'm going to have a prince, and then I'm going to have babies, and then I'm going to have a dog and a house and a car, and it's going to be awesome, right? But you can't stab Prince Charming in the face every step of the way and expect him to be there when you get to the end. I don't know. I've seen it. (laughs) I'm just saying. On two eyes. I'm just saying. We've created a society where being a dude means everything is harder than it needs to be, than it used to be. And as a result, everybody's going to get what they want, and they're going to look around one day, and the dudes who used to make shit run are not going to be around. Or maybe if it's that disturbing to the young men of today, then, then maybe they, it's a sign that they should step up their game. The college admissions process is, is heavily stilted against men. It's you heavily... Still take out student loans. You and I both it's not, know. It's not know. just, can you afford to go? It's, can you afford to go, and will they let you in? Will they let you in? Maybe not. Maybe they decide they need more chicks today. I'm just saying. When you come looking for the penis, ladies, may not be where you think you left it. Men may have moved on to the Isle of Men. Here's my next Raising one. Raising a glass for my homies. That's the last one. And pour one out. Are you done? A Canadian-led study has offered up a new clue to the country's obesity epidemic suggesting that video game use is not just a rampant and sedentary replacement for physical exertion. Shut up, scientists. But actually compels players to eat more, even when they are not hungry. Shut up, scientists. The teenage subjects of the Canadian-Danish study, published last week in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, 
spent an hour simply sitting in a comfortable chair and, on another occasion, an hour playing a video game. After the gaming, they consumed an average of 80 calories more at a pasta lunch. The increase is more significant than it may sound, given that eating only 50 additional calories a day, an apple for instance, will pack on 28 extra kilograms, 62 pounds, over 10 years. Fuck you, scientists. Fuck you. I don't think it's necessarily just the video game thing. They, they've proven that with television also. Well, you sit there and munch while you're watching TV, not really understanding right. how much you're consuming. But did you catch the subtle difference in this study? They're saying, not while you're playing video games. The afterwards. So it's like you play a video game and then later you're hungry. More hungry than you would be if you just sat there or watched TV or whatever. I don't know, man. Tyler says he's done eating apples. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> if Perhaps apples... they chose poorly with their analogy. <laughs> if apples are such a scourge to the weight loss community, maybe we should just do away with them. <laughs> apples are kind of gross anyway. They're like the cauliflower of fruits anymore. I don't know. I had an apple the other day. It tasted like freaking celery. I was not amused. Okay. But you know what? You and I talked about this before. If we moved back to Washington State and we moved back to Seattle and we went and got our fruit from the farmer or from Pike's Place or the farmer's market every day, mm -hmm. it's, it's not even the same food. I know. I used to eat apples. And this is not a joke. I would eat pounds of apples in a week. I love them so much. Well, I think there's something that happens in the process of getting them shipped because they go through so many temperature fluctuations. Yeah, they get frozen, and then they, then they get waxy, flavor. and then they get shipped, and then they're gross. If you get them right off the fucking tree, it's like, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I think that's a bigger part of our problem than just playing video games or eating too much is the fact that our food, even natural food, goes through so many state changes by the time it gets to us, it's just gross. That is true. And some things are just, uh, I don't know. Like today, I was going to make myself a salad with chicken on it. And I didn't have the chicken <laughs> breast. <laughs> and I think I had purchased. Well, that, this was just dumb from the outset, but continue. <laughs> I purchased some canned chicken because you can make chicken salad sandwiches or whatever. So I was thinking, well, that'll be just as quick and easy as like tuna fish. But I don't want to eat fish for lunch. So I opened the can. It, that was the most disgusting looking stuff I'd seen in a long time. And you weren't supposed, you didn't have to do anything with it. It was just ready to eat. Right you can't, can't. And I took one look at this slimy, weird mess. Canned meat is never going to be good, Kim. <laughs> it was awful. So I ended up cooking it before I put it on. I could not bring myself to eat it no. before I. No. It, 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 you even sat next to me with that and i was like that is some nasty looking shit you got there uh, and i almost didn't even want to eat it all after i opened it yeah and, and that's a that's a case of where you know processing for sure just takes all of whatever appetizing attributes a food may have had and just well, yeah. it out the window yeah yeah <laughs> canned chicken is bad i think that goes without saying I don't know. I'll be curious. I mean, we're, we've talked before. We're changing our eating habits. I'm about to change mine. We're, we're need to get healthier and stuff. But I just think it would be easier if we live someplace where you could get local food that didn't suck. Like here, there's nothing local in Dallas except for fucking beef and pig. You're not going to get some vineyards. <sighs> Delicious. Delicious mm -hmm. wine. You're not going to get local fruit. 
The local produce always looks like dog shit. Ew, I hate the Texas oranges. Oh, they're disgusting. Stop trying. It's gross. You're doing it wrong. Really bad. So I don't know. We'll see if we can figure something out. But I think eventually we're just going to have to move somewhere healthier. Back to Seattle. I don't know. All right, any other stories over there? I don't. Good. I gotta get to playing some Mortal Kombat here in a little while. Oh, you're all antsy. Mortal Kombat Nine, it now has X-ray attacks that are just fucking awesome looking. I'm just gonna be happy if there's no more hailstorms. We've had to move yeah, the car into the garage twice. twice in the last week. Yeah, and there's not really room in the garage for, for the car because Kim's got a bunch of shit out there. You fit it in there fine, and your motorcycle. Thank you very much. Around all your shit. If they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at two one four two six seven nine eight nine nine. Garages are not supposed to be sewing rooms. Did you know that? You know what? I think not? all the crap down the center is yours. Glass stuff, motorcycle cleaning stuff, tools. That one that one little strip in the middle of the mm-hmm. garage? How about the whole front of the garage that's your stuff? The whole that, side that of the garage stuff. that is your that, stuff. That's not all my stuff. There's a lots of uh, computer boxes. I didn't put it there. Um, let's see. Let's just say. A rock band drum set that I know of that's sitting out there. Who has more stuff in the garage? Just flat out. Percentage wise, yeah, who has more stuff? I'm just saying. You have more um, than you think you do yeah, out there. Calls for me, calls. I already told you. Email. show at gmail.com. I'd like to come in and take a look at my house and show my wife exactly how much space she takes up. Just let me know. Uh, you don't forget you can juice be right at combo for some podcast.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. You know what to do. All right, Kimley. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at talkshoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. 